नेक्स्ट कम्स अनीसा डियर आचार्य जी यस अनीसा व्यू वी सेज वॉट विद इन कोट्स दैट प्रोड्यूसेस पीस ऑफ माइंड सिरिनिटी वॉट इज कॉल्ड हैप्पीनेस वाई बिकॉज विलिंगली टू सर्व इज अ पॉजिटिव एक्शन टू एग्जैक्ट सर्विस अ नेगेटिव एक्शन but the acceptance of willing service is positive just as the performance of exacted service is negative therein lies an adequate explanation of the misery of much that is contemporary life what i understood in the above lines is that serving willingly with compassion is a positive action and serving without any compassion is negative what is meant by willingness to serve thank you anisa willingness to serve is not the usual transactional service we engage in real willingness to serve can be called as either an act of free will or an act of no will consider it as service rendered by a no server as long as there is a definite positive affirmative entity offering service then along with the service would come expectation self interest and reinforcement of the ego therefore real service is only when there is no one to serve real service is not an act of the ego it is not from the ego will it is from free will or no will it just happens it is not a deliberated act and such a service would never fall neatly within the contours of service as has been traditionally and socially defined we have images of service all we know of service is a premeditated action somebody offering arms to a beggar somebody taking care of the ill somebody help someone cross the road oh, that's what the moral science books would tell us somebody donating his clothes somebody indulging in charity hmm these are the models of service that we have and most often they will not coincide with real service 
real service is an imponderable. You will never know when you are delivering true service. And you would never know when true service is being delivered to you. Worse still, true service would often look like no service. Much worse is still to come. True service can even look like disservice. Real love can look like indifference. Even cruelty. getting it. If you will go into actions that we usually associate with service, you will not fail to see the presence of a limited and gaping ego there. gaping for its own fulfillment, own fulfillment through service to others. Hmm? What is meant by willingness to serve? Anisa asks. It just means an unwillingness to serve yourself. We do not know what it is to serve others. So how do I teach you about it? How do I point you towards it? But you definitely do know what it means to serve yourself, don't you? That's what you have done all your life, serve yourself. That's what we indulge in every moment. Thoughts of self-interest, concerns of self-service, don't we? So that's where we must begin from. Stop doing all this that you continuously do. Stop being so concerned about yourself. Be a little bold. Do you like living in such fear? Isn't there the shadow of fear on every thought of self-service or self-interest? Do you enjoy that? If you don't like those shadows, then step out into some brightness. Be a little carefree, if not careless about yourself. Hmm? Let all your self-serving concerns be dismissed, at least for a while. And then you will find that service to others sprouts forth spontaneously from your being. You won't have to serve others. Your very existence will become a vehicle of compassion.
without your knowledge, without your explicit knowledge. Later on, somebody might come and tell you, Oh, Anisa, you have been such a help. And even if you are told that way, it won't mean much to you. You would say, oh, did I? Did I help you so much? Might be I did. Thank you. But the fact is, you won't have a hint as to what you did and how it helped the other. The very existence of a self-serving person is a burden on the entire world. The very existence, not merely his negative actions, his very being. And the very existence of the carefree, bold and joyful one is a service to entire existence in multifarious ways, in imponderable ways, you could say in mysterious ways. You as you know yourself do not exist, therefore all your concerns about yourself are needless, full stop. You are afraid about something that is not there at all. The Zen masters would say, the fellow is so worried about thieves breaking into an empty house and then they would laugh with their tummies bouncing and rolling. What a joke. The bugger is so concerned that thieves might break into his empty house. There is just nothing in the house. But the fellow is dying of concern and worry. What if the thieves break into it? Your house has nothing, not even doors. How will thieves break into it? And for what? What is there to take away? And then, one more Zen fellow would join in and say, you know what? His house does not even have walls. And another round of tummy rolling laughter. Ha 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 ha. There is no house at all. And the chap is crying over an imagined burglary. That's how we live, you know. And therefore, we cannot be of any use to others. You do not have anything. And you are always suspecting that somebody is after you.
the beggar had a heart attack he was suspecting that the king was planning to tax him <laughs> 